unsolved crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. <laughs> hey, welcome to Mini Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is a mini-sode. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we'll be your ghostesses for the short amount of time. The tiniest day ever. Welcome. So the outline for this mini-sode is strange things found in some spooky abandoned places. Or is it? Yes. Whoa. I sure hope so, because that's what I've written. <laughs> Yep. Kate was away. I was with her for a little while, which is why we weren't here. Yeah, I saw that Abby tried to blame me on our social medias, but we were both gone. It was her idea and it was to visit her family, to be fair. So there was no need for you to join. Yet, you did. Well, I would like to not cook for a few days, <laughs> so that's why I was there. What are you talking about today? In this minisode, I'll be talking about the Thomas Theodore Merrillin Cryptid Museum. I'm talking about Rosie the Shark. Do you want to go first? Sure. Tell me your teeny tiny story. So my teeny tiny sources for my teeny tiny story are MarylandMuseum.com, Snopes.com, ArtofAlexCF.com and HistoryThings.com. So small. So back in 2006, a home in London made a ghastly discovery. Sealed in the basement of a seemingly normal home, there were creepy skeletons of tiny humans with wings... Bodies of mythical creatures, for example, a tiny werewolf cub, um, a small mothman, baby dragons, and the skulls of vampires, as well as aliens. How do I purchase this? The items were thought to have belonged to Thomas Merrillin back in the 1800s. Thomas was a famed crypto-naturalist, fringe zoologist, and xenoarchaeologist. Could you imagine discovering that? You'd absolutely crap your pants, wouldn't you? Yeah, right. He was born back in 1782 to rich aristocrats. However, his mother died shortly after his birth, and his father was a general in the army. Once his father retired, the pair of them travelled far and wide until his father died. The most interesting thing about Thomas wasn't any of that, though. It was, and I quote, The bizarre quality of Marilyn was that his apparent, was his apparent permanent youthfulness. Even in his 80s, he still resembled a 40-year-old, albeit of odd complexion, and as few bizarre forays into the eyes of the media only furthered his infamy. He was accused of practising dark arts to prolong his life. Interesting. By that point in his life, he had a collection of cryptid skeletons and unexplainable items. What a goal. But when he tried to go on tour and teach people about them, he was called blasphemous and his tour was cancelled. This didn't stop him, though, and he continued to travel and grow his collection. But then very little is known about Thomas, until 1942. Oh. By this time, a man going by Thomas's exact name wished to donate a large London house to the Tunbridge Orphanage for boys, under the strict condition that the basement of the house could never be opened, and the house should never be sold. Spooky. That is terrifying. It's not as spooky as the fact that Thomas Merrillin pictured in a local newspaper handing over the deeds to the new owner was in his 40s, but by this point, Thomas would have been over 160 years old. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> that doesn't seem normal. No. While this story is confusing but true, 
The same can't be said for all of the artefacts found in the London home. The man who was involved in the finding of this collection was an artist named Alex. He describes himself as an illustrator, writer and sculptor, with the main focus of his artwork revolving around the world of Orata, which is a fictional tale of animal mythology. I love that. So, it's art. All of the skeletons. None of them are real? It's... Why were they sealed inside of a basement then? Well... <laughs> if someone sealed my art inside of a basement, I'd be pissed. The art looks so lifelike that I'm not surprised that everyone was shocked well, yeah. when it was revealed. Um, but Alex has never actually confirmed that they're a hoax. Hoke, hoke, hoax. Hokey dokey. <laughs> and actually urges people to believe the creatures could still be real, but we are not ready to understand their significance yet. I believe it. He's an artist. Because that man's old and he's not really. Yeah. So if that's true. Creepy. Who knows what else? True. Or not. I'm an artist and I'm sure I could still do something weird. Would you blame it on art? Yeah. See? And I could be doing something crazy. He's not the old man, though. Why? I don't understand the connection there. Where? <laughs> old man, cryptid man, mm -hmm. gave the house to an orphanage, the house where artifacts were later found. Right, so what you're saying is that the man sold the house and then the artist created a hoax by creating skeletons and put, putting them in the house. Yeah, because the lore oh. of this old man was creepy anyway. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair, I can see that how that be on. Right. <laughs> we tested them? I don't know what we have and haven't done. We should test them. If they're made out of clay, fair dues, but what if they're not? They probably have been tested. It probably is a hoax. It's pretty cool, though. But yeah. I still don't get why he was so old. No? That's weird, though. I feel like we're all brushing over this as a society. Yeah, Everyone's unless... Like, the art's it's fake art. Okay. Unless he unless he had children and just gave them his name. You Did know they mean? look like him? What if he's still alive? What if he is? Thomas, if you're listening. What the heck are you? Drop us an email. Yeah. At mythmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Tell cheers, me. Cheers, babe. Your youthful secrets. I use the body shop face wash. Is that what you use? You know what? Every listener, tell us your youthful secrets. If you're youthful, tell us why. How? If you're not youthful, tell us what went wrong. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so horrid. <laughs> that's it, that's all I have for you. Well, thank you, that was very interesting. You're welcome. I can't believe he's so old. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. Do you want to plug us a little bit? And then we'll go into the next teeny tiny oh, mini tiny go on story. Then. Might as well. Okay, well, if you like the podcast, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at MythsMagicPod. You can also head over to patreon.com forward slash MythsMagicMurder and support us on there if you want to see more stuff. Over on Patreon, we do a little chit-chat before every episode, including this mini-sode, even though it is a mini-sode. Uh, and you get us in video. We Yay. just waved. And you get 10% off of the merchandise. So you can view that over on MythsMagicMurder.com on the merchandise tab. We've also got episode 100 coming up soon. Uh, so you can give us little things to do on our sleepover episode that will be it's coming. It's going to be really fun, everyone. That's over on the on the website as well, mincemagicandmurder.com forward slash 100. Thank you to our new Patreon, Jada, as well, for joining. Thanks, hon. 
And if you have any referrals or submissions of stories that you know or you want us to know, then you can email us on midsmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Okie dokie, let's talk about Rosie the Shark. So my teeny tiny mean little sources are allthatsinteresting.com, History of Yesterday, Wikipedia, and GoFundMe. Go fund that shark. You should. If you like to. If you would like to. We're not sponsored by this shark carcass. So <laughs> this episode sponsored by Shark Carcass. This story really interested me because I love sharks. And also, we were watching a YouTube video a long time ago by Luki MC. And I'll put the link in the episode description if you want to watch it. But basically, an urban explorer named Luke visited this abandoned Australian wildlife park in 2018 and the park had closed down in 2012 because they allegedly didn't have the license to display the animals that they were displaying so it shut down and all the animals in the park were given over to the RSPCA and the place was just left to rot which always astounds me with places like this because I'm like this is a cool building we could do something with that anyway irrelevant so there was arcade machines left there were menus and also a great white shark so let's rewind a little bit. Obviously, you can imagine my face watching this video. Man walks into a room, there's a big shark there. It is pretty horrifying. If I were Lukey, Luke, I would, I would have pooed. Yeah, he just walked past it. I was like, my guy, there's <laughs> a shark there. Turn around. So in 1997, the best year to be born, some would say, Rosie the shark was caught swimming near Louth, Louth Bay in Australia. So she was caught in a tuna net. Aside from the controversy here, she bit through the net and she escaped. Obviously, she is a great white shark. So I love sharks, but she is a bit scary looking. Yeah. And the unfortunate part about all of this is that these waters were used by local seafood um, companies, you know, divers and stuff and fishermen. So having a great white shark there is... A bit dangerous. Not the safest idea for the eyes of the people. So the government made plans to hunt Rosie down, tranquilize her and take her somewhere else and that was the original plan but there were no laws against harming her at the time so she did die mm. and this sucks because it's a shark in the sea like that's where it lives yeah right like it's like running into someone's home and shooting them but equally i understand you kind of have to prioritize keeping the people safe if there's just a huge we've all seen jaws you know i haven't anyway <laughs> But that's not where her story ends, because otherwise I'd just be talking about a shark death. So Rosie was well known in the area because she was published in the newspapers and stuff. And everyone was like, oh, my God, there was a shark here. Crazy. So she was originally stored in a freezer. And then everyone wanted to see her. People were like, show me the shark. So they decided to put her on a display. So they showed her to everybody. They put her outside or whatever. And they probably didn't put her outside because she would melt. But... Thousands of people came to see this shark and learn about the species. Because how often do you get to see one of those up close, right? And it wasn't long into Rosie's fame that her body was taken for an autopsy because people thought she'd eaten a local woman who'd gone missing. But she was cleared, and a wildlife attraction named Wildlife Wonderland in Victoria offered to take her to the wildlife exhibit and store her so that everybody can, everyone could come see her. The government agreed to this and they gave Rosie over to the founder of the Wildlife Wonderland where he built a big tank for her filled with formaldehyde. Mm -hmm. So as I mentioned earlier, in 2012, Wildlife Wonderland didn't have proper license, so it did close. But nobody knew Rosie was in there. I'm sure 
as the person who owned it did. But nothing was done. She was just, they went, obviously she was there in 2018. She was just in there. So when Luke McPherson visited the abandoned location in 2018, he didn't know that she was there either. But obviously the video got millions and millions of views. And this kind of changed Rosie's entire fate. So his video was really popular. I love watching them. Every single band, I fucking love them. They're so good. But Why do you sound like you're from London? <laughs> I fucking love them. I was there, there for four days. Yeah, right. Things change. Now, I love watching these videos. I don't really want it to be stop, you know, stop being created. But the downside of showing these abandoned locations with interesting things on social media means that people go there and they do bad stuff. Like, the general rules of this is, like, respect it, don't vandalise it, Leave right? Leave you found it, yeah. But people went there and they started vandalising it and damaging the tank. So they did some damage to Rosie's body, I think the top of her, like, fin. Um, but the most, like, the biggest issue was that they damaged the tank so it was leaking formaldehyde, which is very toxic. <laughs> so this area became super dangerous and the police were like, oh no, this shark's leaking formaldehyde in this building. We've got to go sort that out. So they issued public safety warnings and the landlord publicly said that he would destroy the shark. But the public did not like that. They wanted to see the shark. So the City of Rosie the Shark campaign started popping up all over social media. And it wasn't long until a prehistoric exhibit said they would pay to have Rosie transported to the display and they would repair her and look after her. People wanted to see this shark. <laughs> so she moved there in 2019 and they drained the formaldehyde with the goal of replacing it with glycerol because it's a lot safer. And they even started a GoFundMe, but so far they've only reached $3,000 of their $67,000 goal. Oh no. Because they have to purchase all the glycerol. So for now, she's in like a, from what I believe, it's like a, a, a drained tank and they inject her with glycerol. Mm -hmm. So that she doesn't just, you know, perish, disintegrate. Um, but they are making a documentary about her, which is coming soon. So I'm kind of thinking that might boost. Oh, hopefully. Their donations or like create some funding because, you know, I think it's kind of sad because it's a dead shark. But how often do you get to get up close to a real life shark, right? Yeah, like an actual shark. And like see it and learn about it. Wow. So interesting. That's crazy. If you've got a spare few quid, go donate to Rosie. Chuck it in the shark fund. But that's it. It's crazy that she wouldn't have been discovered if it wasn't for that video. Like, yeah. at least for a while, anyway. Yeah. Like, who knows what would have happened to her. Or if people had found it and then just started to destroy it without it even being on the internet. Yeah. She would have just been lost. And most people are really happy as well because her new owners are treating her body with respect. Good. Which oh, can people don't really think that the other owners did. Yeah. I wasn't there, but, you know. I don't know anyone. They're excited to display her for educational purposes when they have the funding. Oh, well, wouldn't that be lovely? It would be. It would. What if we did that with people? Don't. If I die. Well, it's like Jeremy Bentham, isn't it? Who's that? He's the founder of utilitarianism. Oh. Um... So, it's like that whole train track thing. Would you save? Yeah, yeah. Kill one to save many. That's like the the crux of it. Um, he is embalmed. I believe you can go visit him. 
Oh, interesting. Mm, bear with. I don't really want to be put in glycerol. <laughs> I can't swim. I think it'd be quite offensive if I was in a liquid forever. Uh, yeah, he's in UCL. No way. Yeah, yeah. The University College London. Um, his body sits in a widely used corridor in the heart of the university. And he's got like a little, it's like a little shrine. He's sat there in his top hat with his walking stick. Is he creepy looking? No, he looks like a waxwork, but he's not. Um, That's kind of freaky. I have no idea that that was a thing. Yeah. He... In a will made shortly before Bentham's death, he stipulated uh, that his body be made into an auto-icon of himself, so a self-image using body parts that would be dressed and sat as if he was still alive. Interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. Have you ever visited somewhere that's abandoned? I don't think so. Would you? Mm, I am afraid from the health and safety point of view. I don't want to fall through a floor, particularly. It's not on my list. That's fair. So I think... I don't know. If it were like... It, if it were like a tour, if I could go on a tour <laughs> around somewhere abandoned. I've been to a ghost town. I've been to a ghost town. Yeah. Probably a lot smaller than yours, though. Where did you go? I can't remember. I was on holiday somewhere when I was younger, and it was a ghost town. I think there was a war or something, and everything was left exactly like as it was. Everyone had just run out and left all of their stuff. Wow. Yeah, it was really interesting. I went into a abandoned... I don't know what it was. It was like a mental health hospital. Maybe. For legal reasons. I Yeah, for legal reasons, I don't know what it was. I also don't really know what it was. It was getting destroyed and me and my friends went into it. No, I was saying for legal reasons, you haven't been into... Anyone. No, no, I haven't been any. I've um, thought about it. I've Hypothetically, about... if you were to have gone in, what would you have seen? I, if I allegedly went into somewhere that was an abandoned place, I would have seen some interesting files, uh, mostly just graffiti on the walls, though. Let's say, this is hell. But it was obviously written there um, three months earlier. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes, I also definitely do not have any footage of this because I definitely did not shoot a short film though. But if I did, it would be really cool and might have gotten me an A. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been cool if you'd have done that. I love watching these videos though. I just sit there sometimes and just watch them. They are interesting. I like when they go to places and it's got like the signage and the adverts and the like menus. Love it. Yeah. What were people eating then? You know what I love, which sounds really, really boring, and I know it's going to sound like this. You ever go somewhere that where there's a lot of litter, and you see like an old package or something, like <laughs> like if someone threw a Fanta bottle down a stairway in the eighties, and then you see it, that's like history. <laughs> Abby loves trash. This just in. <laughs> I'm forky from Toy Story. I'm four. absolutely sick of you. I would like to go to um, more interesting abandoned places, but they are pretty dangerous yeah. and illegal. And 
Well, that's the trouble. Like, I don't want to break the law. I'm I... not scared of the health and safety. I'm scared of somebody else being there. I just don't want to get hurt. Oh, God, yeah. If I came across a squatter, I would not be happy. Yeah, because I don't really have, like, the group anymore to go with and feel safe. Not that you've been. If I had been with a group, in theory. But if I were to go now, I wouldn't. I, it'd be me and you and Megan and we'd die. I wouldn't be there. No, count me out. It'd just be me. It's just you. Wandering around a, an abandoned factory. I saw a video a while back of an abandoned, I think it was a Playboy mansion. Wow. Or like a, just some Is kind of Is that the one mansion. with the corridors? The the hidden ones? No. It oh. had, so there was like a, a, a huge room, which I presume was like a living room kind of thing. There were a few couches in it. It was kind of vandalized. But there was a huge, where the pool would be, you know, like the pool, but without water. Mm. And it had like water slides in the pool and they connected to bedrooms. So you could be in your bedroom and then you could open just like a port and just slide into the pool in the living room. Wow. That would be so much fun. And I remember reading about it and being like, I wish I could buy this and renovate it because imagine living there. Right. Not only are there those buildings, those like... You can't swim though. So. No, but those like style buildings look just the coolest ever. Yeah. But you'd also be able to just go into the pool in the bedroom. I would love that. That'd be so sick. You could fill it with like juice. Why would you? <laughs> you could fill it with water and swim around. Because you could. I'd be a menace if I had a pool. You would be a pain in the arse, yeah. If you, had, if you could fill a pool with anything that isn't water... <sighs> Or water similar, like you can't say like sparkling water. It's you can't swim. It's God, f- who would want sparkling water? What about <laughs> when you go underwater? I don't because I can't swim. Oh God! Um, if you could like drink it or hang out in it, sit in it, what would you pick? You have to sit in the pool and have a good time. Mud. What if it wasn't mud? <laughs> I want something a bit more interesting from you. Here. <laughs> um, what about jelly? I don't think I'd like Jello. I have a problem with textures. It'd be like jelly bath. Remember that? I used to want jelly bath so bad. Me too. Um, Yeah, no, I don't deal well with sticky things, which is why I'm trying to think of something that would be less sticky. Almond milk. Mm. You can make the world's biggest bowl of cereal. Ew. I could have a milk bath. Yeah, that's good for you, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just thinking cherry aid. Why fizzy? Why? Why do you want fizziness? Because I could drink it. You're sat in it, mate. I'd be clean. That's gross. That is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I guess it kind of is. Yeah, it absolutely is. Your feet are in that. If you... I'm going to ask one more stupid question before oh, I wrap God. up this, because I'm curious. <laughs> Please let me if leave. If you put melted chocolate in a pool, yeah. and then you stood in it, uh-huh. and then it solidified, would mm. you be stuck? Yes, you would be stuck. Like, you'd be, like, fatally stuck. That's like asking, if you were... <laughs> don't sound like that. You do. Um, well, I don't think it would be able to fully solidify, would it? Because you've got body heat. Oh, yeah, true. You'd be able to get out. You'd be able to you bring die way in out. That. Yeah, but it's like saying, if I filled a swimming pool with concrete and I was <laughs> in the middle, would I be stuck? Like, yeah, you'd be stuck. Well, that's not true, apparently, is it? Because it would melt. Let us know what you would fill a pool with. If you had one, and it cannot be water or mud. <laughs> yeah, it can't be anything boring. No pick sparkling us, pick water. Fun and tell us why. 
<laughs> it can be as simple as I like how it looks. Or I like how it feels. Yeah. Yogurt. Ew. Oh, the stink of that would be disgusting. Chocolate pudding. I might like how that would feel. That would feel great. Mmm. Smell good too. Just like smushy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't do sound effects into the microphone. <laughs> Hang up now. Hang up. We're in person. <laughs> well, bye. Please, please wrap this up. I'm begging you. You're the one that has to do it. Don't listen before bed. Listen before bed. <laughs>